I think another rule is don't stick your nose into the relationship yes. after the setup like that guy's mom did. So maybe don't <laughs> get set up by someone's mom. Welcome back to another episode. I'm Leanna. I'm Jared. And we have an adorable episode for you today. Oh, it's adorable? It's adorable. <laughs> yeah, I started listening back to it. So Jared and I recorded this before he went on his recent trip, which he's going to talk about because we wanted to not have to, He's we knew he's going to be tired and we didn't want to have to record an entire episode. So we stalked away. Sure. Yeah. And it's about meet cutes and how at setups. Yep, meet cutes, being set up by your friends, setting up your friends, mm -hmm. like just all the different ways people meet and just kind of some fun stories yeah. and stuff, right? Absolutely. Yeah, it's it's super cute, super fun, super light. So we're just going to try and emulate that with this intro too, which we've <laughs> now recorded three different times. Oh, I guess that's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes, yeah. Just Jared, so you want to talk about why we've recorded it three times? I'll let you take this away. Uh, I'm thinking more for me. I'm, I'm going to let you re re dig on me right now. Oh, I don't think so. Really? I mean, I mean, in a in a joking, like making fun of myself way. But essentially, okay, you guys are going to hear about this next week. But something happened and I have been so down and in a huge funk. Well, okay, actually, I will say this. Um, so if you guys can keep my dad in your thoughts yes. and prayers, um, at this point, he should be home from the hospital by the time this airs, but he had a scheduled procedure done that went was successful, and at the end of the procedure, his breathing stopped. Hmm. The um, they had to uh, rush in and were able to obviously successfully resuscitate him. Mm -hmm. um, and oftentimes, though, with successful resuscitation, your ribs crack because Ugh. it's of the compressions on yeah. the ribs. And he is older, he's 80, so his bones aren't as strong. Mm -hmm. So then because of the cracked ribs, then a lung deflated. Mm. So what they have to do is they have to insert this tube in the side of your body and basically cut through the muscle. Yeah, my dad had that. Yeah. It's a, t it's it's a very bad painful. recovery, yes. Very painful, bad recovery. Yeah. So he just got the tube removed today. Oh, good. So there, he's still at the hospital, um, and today we're recording on Monday. So he's still at the hospital while we're recording. He is feeling a little better. Mm -hmm. It's gonna be a long road, though. Yeah. Um, and you know, my poor mom is like, she's Miss Caretaker and has to make sure everybody around her is okay. Yeah. And so we've, you know, I've been visiting him in the hospital, and my mom's been obviously been there a lot, and. What are you laughing at? <laughs> I'm like, uh, like, no, I'm glad that you're sharing this because your dad's a wonderful man and I've been thinking of him and thinking of you and your mom and trying to send you all good vibes. Um, but it's funny that like a moment ago you were like, we recorded this three different times. We're going to try to keep it light. Well, no, but no, this is what I was going to say though. Yes. Is he's doing great yes he's doing much better keep him in your thoughts he's on the mend yeah so that was one of the reasons i was in a funk yes and the other reason is wild yes one of one of one i just don't even have words to express what happened yeah 
it's I, I don't know and I just and we'll get into it next week and um yeah so you guys will have to stick around because we're gonna we're gonna wait and share yeah so lots of ups and downs week. for you and and I wouldn't you know I, I I wouldn't make fun of you for that um I mean, it was just, I listened, I basically texted Jared. I was getting my toes done because I was doing something compassionate for myself Good today. Good for you. And um, I texted Jared, I'm like, this intro is so flat. Like we- Well, we were both exhausted. We were exhausted. I had been like and then we had really to, upset. Yeah, we had to re-record it once because I got into a weird, deep rabbit hole. <laughs> on something I was talking about. Which, by the way, is still upsetting me. Like, I still catch myself thinking about it I constantly. I know, but we'll spare you guys. Yeah. Yeah. So, Jared, give us a quick <laughs> non-rabbit hole. Non-rabbit hole update yeah. of the trip. The trip was amazing. It was wonderful. Um, I was on a boat going around the British Virgin Islands, which is like nothing I've ever done before. And I was with my uncle, who's in his 80s, and has been going there since, like, the 70s. This was his, like... 15th time going or something like that and he would go with my aunt all the time who passed away about a year ago and so this was kind of a goodbye and I you know and like so going with him and all the history and then just being with my cousins and their kids they have two kids in college oh sorry guys unbelievable sorry are you supposed sorry. to be a professional um they have two kids in college and a 13 year old and so it was like fun hanging out with them and playing cards and joking around and so just being with people all day, snorkeling, um, lots of drinks for happy hour on beach bars, like tropical drinks, lots of um, rum punch, pina coladas. There's a drink called the painkiller that's very popular down there that's tasty. Mm, I could use that. Yeah. Um, and like I was telling you My earlier. Dad could use that. <laughs> um, like I was telling you earlier, like I was drinking pretty regularly, which I haven't been doing in a long time. Uh, and the thing that I felt pretty good about is I never like had that thing happen, which used to happen to me a lot, which is where I would start drinking and then I would be like, oh, like I would get like gripped by this thing of like needing to like get pretty drunk. Mm -hmm. It just kind of keep going and going. Um, and I didn't have that, so Yay. that was nice. Yeah, so proud of you. Yeah, so I was like, oh, cool. Maybe I don't know. All the therapy and meditation is helping, or something. But yeah, I Who mean, knows? all the. Are, now, did you get lots of good pictures? Like, are you gonna post on Instagram? Because I have not seen any. I've seen. Wait, wait, have I seen any pictures? Maybe not. I have like a couple pictures. I see that. That was the other good thing. Is like I barely had my phone with me, and like that kind of like. You on still purpose. haven't even posted any pictures of your Iron Man. I know. You are the worst at social media. I saved the stories that you made to my highlights. Wow. So if people want. So to you're see just. That, you're just, just leeching using me. Yeah, I'm just leeching off of you. <laughs> um, the thing that I can't stop thinking about that I won't get into too much is like had some discussions with my family who are like pretty conservative but like wonderful human beings and it was like surprising and kind of um it made me sad that like people's viewpoints are like so shaped by this like trump fox news sort of mm -hmm. thing and yeah. um so I'll, I'll spare us the rabbit hole but that that was on my mind a little bit but it was awesome just being with family and having fun and all that stuff. So it was great. I'm so glad. I'm so yeah. happy for you. And then you aren't 
dating anyone or really on the apps right now? No, I have been really like, I've been on the apps, but like really half-assing it. And I feel like when you do that, right? You're only attracting a girl with half of an ass? Yes. And you know that I like girls with whole asses. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but like, you, you know what I'm saying? Like when you bring that kind of, and if your energy's off yeah. internally, yeah. it just, nothing's gonna go well. Yeah. And I feel like that's what's been happening yeah. for me. Well, apparently that's been happening for me too, but I didn't know that my energy is, I don't know. Mm. Um, oh my gosh, you guys. Well, I'll just, so last week I had said that, you know, I had got, I had joined Bumble and it was like blowing up. Um, yeah. And so between Bumble and Hinge, I actually ended up having, after we recorded, I had three different FaceTime calls. I ended up going on dates and meeting two of them. The, all FaceTime calls were awesome, by the way, but the two guys that I actually met, I felt like there would be more potential there. Mm -hmm. And the guy that I met first, um, it, it just so sweet, sincere, kind, smart, like so many great things. And there was just something missing for me. And I think it could be that I, so, I have a hard time with, and maybe I need to go back and take um, Jade Bianca's advice of like, I'll give them a second shot, like, mm, you know. Yeah. And I just, there were a couple things that were said that I just, so I, I can't, I just, I can't be the one in the relationship to help my partner learn how to communicate anymore. Like, yeah. I just can't be that person. Like, I need, I'm 34 and maybe I'm just, meeting guys and talking to guys who are too young and they just haven't gotten that yet but he he said he you know he wants to really he realizes this is thing in his life that he's working on that he really needs to improve that he's got to work on his communication and learn to ask for his needs and all this stuff and that he he needs to start doing that and that maybe i could like teach him you know my ways or whatever and it's like i just that guy said that to you like oh maybe you could like help me would, with this he would, kind of? i think he was like joking yeah, yeah okay. i think he was like teasing but he like so he was being really vulnerable with me about yeah, being yeah. like yeah this is a, a part of my life that i don't i'm not really good at but mm -hmm. i really want to get better at it and i just i think to me it's like well go do that then like yeah. go do that like go to therapy go read books go work on your communication with someone else <laughs> and then come to me when you've done that yeah like i just can't i can't do it and and you know, I, there's been a other, you know, another a couple other guys that I have just felt like have just kind of said back to me what I've been saying. And like, it's, I want someone who is like, knows what they want and like, doesn't need me to show them how to get there. Yeah. And I, and I feel like I'm I'm either attracting the guy that's so attracted to my lifestyle of what I do mm -hmm. and, you know, my entrepreneurship and my ability to communicate my feelings and my ability to be introspective and have this podcast and all this stuff. And I'm finding men that are so attracted to that. And then they just want me to teach them. It's mm. like it's it's like the same thing of like me being a piano teacher and the amount of guys that are like, I really want to take piano lessons. And I'm like, I don't fucking want to teach you piano. Yeah. Or like, can you give me a yoga private? No, I don't want to fucking give you a yoga private. It's like, I, 
and and maybe this is me just it's maybe it's just a sensitive subject for me because yeah. like I just constantly like I don't even like including my jobs on dating app because like when you can you teach me this when can you and now it's like well I need you to teach me how to like be better at like communicating and like hmm. you know and 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 these guys by the way are so sweet great guys but I just I don't want to be the leader in the relationship anymore I don't know. Mm. It, it, am I being selfish? Like, am no. I being unrealistic? No, you're not being either of those things. What you're saying makes perfect sense. Um, you know, and it reminds me of, like, like the whole Matt James thing, right? Where he was like, you need to go do that work. I can't be the one to take you through that. And, like, that's real. And that's good. It's good, like, boundaries for you and good awareness. You know, I mean, I would say... But it's really hard to know, right? Because there's people who can say all the right, use all the right vocabulary and still be like well, a mess inside, well, right? Well, you're right. And I and, found that out very soon after. <laughs> well, and then like, and then, you know, the one thing you did say, like the one thing that struck me about that, what that guy was saying is like, the one guy, like there was really good self-awareness of like, this is the kind of relationship that I want. And I know I'm not there yet. And like to me, that's like more than halfway there when no, you're, you're right. able to say that. But so, it's, but to me, if you're in a relationship with someone like that, and they and you try and you try to have a serious conversation, and it's a mess, then that's when it's like, okay, check please, like next, mm-hmm. right? But. Someone just saying that to you, like, maybe, you know, maybe it won't be a mess. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? I don't know. No, I think you're right. And, and I don't know. I just. You pushed all your chips into the middle on the wrong guy. I did. I really did. Yeah. Yeah. So what, by the way, guys, if there's music in the background, I'm, I'm, I, my office is right above a bar. So I apologize for that. It's kind of like. You know, like a little beat here it's a and cool, there. It's this like, is our like club edition. I know, of the right? Show. Um, yeah, you're right. I I didn't have ease about the date with this one guy that I'm saying. You know, it, I just felt like maybe he wasn't there, and I would have to teach him things, and I just wasn't in the right space for that. I just didn't have ease before that date. I felt kind of anxious, and it wasn't quite there. I had canceled um, plans with the shoes guy and just said, you know, I'm so sorry. I just don't think this is a match for me. And he was so gracious and patient with me. Still? Stop. Yes. <laughs> he made a little bit of a snarky comment, but I didn't, ri- you know, I just was like, of course, like I totally get it. Yeah. And, um, and then I put all my chips, all my apples in one basket on this one guy that I just had a really good feeling about and maybe it's just that the feeling was familiar and that's yeah. why it felt so good and homey and I like essentially just was like I don't want like I just want to focus my energy and so I, I had cut these other guys off before I even met this guy Yeah, and met him and it felt like home and here I am and you're going to hear about it next week and then it was and then a it roller was, coaster yeah. ride. Yeah. yeah, it was a, uh, it was, 
I like that you're doing this as a to be continued. I think that's cool. Yeah, it, let's just say it was something that is making me decide if I need to continue to date men or if I should go over to women. By the way, we need to explore that on on the podcast sometime <laughs> soon. Um, okay. Yeah, no, I feel, oh man, there's so many things I want to talk about about it. Um, but I think save we it. should wait. Save it, I yeah. think we should save it. Okay. Yeah. All right, guys. So um, before you go into the main part, maybe just put a pause on this. Go to Apple Podcasts, write and review for us. We've got the review contest. Uh, winner gets a OG Hello and Goodbye mug. Runner up gets a Hello and Goodbye hat. Hello. The of course you went. Yeah. Hello and Goodbye hat. And, um, and then if you want to support us, you can go to Patreon, patreon.com slash Hello and Goodbye podcast and you can support us monetarily there. And we love you guys and enjoy this adorable episode. We're gonna come back at the end with something. Okay, so uh, our topic for today is like stuff around sort of how you meet people, right? Like kind of yeah. how we met, quote unquote, right? Yeah. So. Which a uh, very quick yeah. rabbit trail. Rabbit hole. No, I actually learned that you can say rabbit hole or rabbit trail. Really? I looked it up on I googled it. <laughs> I want to see your source. Okay. Show show your receipts. Um, ha, did you ever get into How I Met Your Mother? No. Okay. It's like it's okay. It's not like one of my favorite. Yeah. You know sitcoms, but they're starting. They're recording a How I Met Your Father. Oh. And it's starring Hilary Duff, and I am dead. Oh, that's exciting. I love her. Everything she does, I'm obsessed. I was obsessed with Lizzie McGuire. I listened to her Metamorphosis album so many times. Really? Yeah, I'm like, oh, and then she's on Younger. I'm just obsessed. I love Hilary Duff. So I'm like, I'm actually super stoked. That's cool. Now, to, can you, I mean, I don't know, spoiler alert. How did the person meet the oh, mother? Oh, no, no, no. I, I know. I can't. No? Oh, how they like... met? Oh, no, I can't. No, I can't. Because that's like the big finale. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, okay. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so a couple. So we're just gonna. I mean, we're just having fun with this one. Yeah, this one. is like just gonna be like, you know, breezy. us kind of sharing. <laughs> breezy. Um, you know, well, we did have that episode of like how to meet people in real life. So yeah. this is a little different because this is kind of like our experiences and. And I think people have hangups about this. So let me ask you: Have you, when you've been on like Hinge and Bumble, have you seen? Are there men who make comments in their profile about like? Oh, like you, you have to be willing to agree that we're going to say we met at Trader Joe's or something like that. I have seen that in a few profiles. I feel like I've seen that in like a number of women's profiles. Yeah, it, there's definitely a stigma around meeting online, but not as much anymore. I know. I'm like, people, it's 2020. Because like, it's like kind of all you have, especially with COVID. Especially with COVID. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I don't think there's as much of a stigma anymore, but... I personally just prefer meeting people in person. Like, okay, okay, here's my thought. Okay. The benefit of meeting someone online is you're already narrowing out, right? Yeah, you're filtering. You're filtering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. You meet someone in person, and there's like crazy chemistry, and then you find out they... Are a Republican. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay if you're a Republican. Uh-huh. It's true. Um, but yeah, like something that you like, like I would never 
date or be in a relationship with someone who was a Trump supporter, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, I can filter that out online. Yeah. Right? Whereas if I meet someone in person and there's crazy chemistry and then I find that out, I'm like... Yeah. But I think the people who have the hangups about meeting people online actually feel like it's the other way around. Because they're like... If I meet someone online, this person could be anybody. Right. But if I meet them like through my friends, at least they're like, right. oh, he works here and my cousin went to high school with him or whatever. You know, like you kind of feel like you know yeah. something about them a little bit more. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I think there's like benefits to both. I wonder if I should have done research before we started recording, but I wonder if there's like um, uh, research on like, are you more likely to stay together with someone that you were introduced? Oh, Because this kind of gets into like the topic of like arranged marriage, right? Is like a little bit is the the extreme end of that spectrum, which is like the people who love and care about both of you, like your two families, which in cultures where there's arranged marriage, that's the most important thing, right? The families will say, this is who you should be with and make it work. You know, and, and they're thinking about what you like and, and who would be a good match for you and whatever. Anyway, um, have you ever lied about how you've met someone in a relationship? I don't think so. I'm trying to think if I have. What do you? What uh, are you okay, at? well, I, I Googled. So I Googled um, your, like, you were wondering. The like, question? What, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so I, the, the, um, very brief Googling uh-huh. answer that I got is just over half of Americans say that relationships where couples meet through a dating site or app are just as successful as those that begin in person. 38% believe these relationships are less successful, while 5% deem them more successful. Okay. And that's just what people think is more successful. That's not what is actually more successful. Okay, so this one says, the findings reveal that marriages from online relationships were more likely to last longer than marriages formed offline. Marriage breakups were reported in about 6% of the people who met online compared with 7.6% of the people who met offline. Interesting. And it's got to be because of the filters. Yeah. The filtering. Well, and maybe because just more people are meeting online. I think. And also, like, if both people are on a dating site or app, they're both like, I am at a place in my life where I want to find somebody. Well. I guess. (laughs) Ah, You're right. Never mind. Forget that. Strike that from the record. Okay. But so you said you prefer meeting people in person. What is your, do you have like a good, so like meet cute is a term like in Mm -hmm. like romantic comedies and stuff like that. Do you have a good meet cute story? Because I have a good meet cute story. Um, I have a few, but none of them lasted long. Well, Mm -hmm. okay. The the one meet cute story that I have was with my ex-boyfriend, which I think I talked about in one of our breakup episodes that Mm -hmm. we had. Um, so I don't know if I want to go into full detail because I, I think I may have already told the story, but essentially I was downtown with my friend. All of a sudden this, there was this car driving the wrong way That's down the street. Right. Yeah. The person was getting sick out the window. Oh, it was like a drunk person. It was a yeah. very drunk person driving the wrong way. So my ex like stopped the car and went around and was like, dude, you need to get out of the car. Yeah. Like, you need to get out now. The guy was, like, fighting with him. So he reached in. He pulled the emergency brake. Yeah. Got the guy out. Parked. Went and parked the car. 
called the cops. Yeah. And so we were witnesses, plus he was really attractive. And he was like heroic. Exactly. So I stayed around and tried to make conversation with him. The policemen showed up and my best friend Michelle made a joke about that my boyfriend was coming because I had briefly dated a policeman. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so he heard that. So anyway, after the police showed up and they got, you know, testimonies from us or whatever, I turned to him and I said, hey, do you want to grab a drink? And he was like, yeah, I'd love to. Mm -hmm. So we went inside and my friend Michelle, she was like, all right, I'm clearly not like invited here. So she left and I started and I, we closed the bar down and he's like, well, should I get your number or does your boyfriend mind? And I was like, I don't have a boyfriend. (laughs) And, um, and then he was like, Oh, I thought you said, so it was really cute. So then he was like, I want to walk you to your car, Mm. held my hand, walked in my car, very sweetly kissed me. And then I invited him to stay over and we made out all night. And then, and, and then, then it was you had a, a disaster of a relationship. Then you had a very unhealthy relationship. <laughs> but that I think that's the biggest meat cue. Yeah, that's that a I've really had. good meat cue. It's a really good meat cue. I've never like picked someone up like at the grocery store, like something like really kind of cute like that. Um, weddings, I think, are a great place. To, weddings like, are really good for meat, meat cues. people. Bars. Yeah, bars are like I, that, I feel like that's that's like less cute than like. Well, it's not. <laughs> You, but yeah. it's like uh, I ran. I met someone at the beach one time. Oh, that's a good. Our one. dogs. We had dog. Our it was oh, at the dog, dog beach. park. I'm sure. And our dogs one. accidentally got linked up. Uh huh. And he like brushed up against me, and then like looked at me, and there was like immediate chemistry. Oh, chemistry. that's a real like Lady in the Tramp situation. Yeah, and then he like <laughs> just kind of like followed me around the rest of the, and I like hung out with him and his daughter and his family was there and he was like, just join us. And he kind of, he like later he and I just went on a walk and he like kissed me and got my number. And then I was just asking him some like questions of things, you know? Uh And anyway, he said that he was into kind of like, he was a big partier. He did some drugs like when he partied and I was like, listen, you're really cool, but like, that's just not going to work for me. Good for you. So anyway, so that was, but that, that was a cute. Okay. That was so a cute story. He, here's my big meat cute story. So I, when I was getting my PhD, I worked for this professor, like on the side who had a consulting business and she would fly out to these colleges and universities and they would pay her lots of money to like, basically like do kind of an assessment of like the overall climate with regard to like diversity and like, so do people who work there who are either women or of color or have disabilities, like, do they feel like this is a accepting, open, you know, inclusive place for them to work? Do the students feel that way? You know, all these different things, veterans, um, people who are religious versus non-religious, like all these things, right? And so she would hire these grad students to, you know, we basically go and spend like, two days, you know, she'd, we'd all fly out. We'd go and spend two days on this campus and just be doing interviews and focus groups and like doing all this research. Mm-hmm. Right. So I did like four or five of these, like over maybe two years. And, and so one of them, we fly to this college and usually like there's somebody on the other end 
who works at the college, whose job it, who's like sort of taking care of us. And like, they've arranged all the rooms and they've invited all the, you know, like, so I, I, you know, I'm doing a, Jared's leading this focus group at 10 a.m. with the student veterans in this room. And then this other person's doing this one for women faculty members in this room, you know, whatever. And so I get to this. So we land at night and of, and of course you have to like look sort of professional. So I'm wearing my like best like mini college professor. I'm sure I was wearing like a sport jacket and a sweater and stuff and my glasses. Uh, I'm sure I look cute. Glasses. <laughs> and uh, we get there first thing in the morning and the person who who's like coordinating everything for us is beautiful. Mm. Right? And... And I am, a, you know, I'm a pain in the ass and I like take care of my own needs. Mm -hmm. So I had like my schedule for that day. Like we were there from like eight until like, I think I finished at like six and some other people weren't finished until 730. But I had like these like, like an hour and a half break in the middle of the morning or whatever. So I'm like, well, I'm going to bring a set of workout clothes and see if I can go to the gym on campus or whatever. Mm -hmm. So then I see the beautiful woman who is coordinating our visit. And I'm like, oh, now like two birds with one stone. Now I've got like an excuse. I was like, hey, am I, can I like, you know, I have a, they gave us a campus map. I'm like, can I just walk over to the workout center? Will I be allowed to like get in there? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, okay, cool. I have, you know, I brought some extra clothes in my bag here and whatever. And she's like, okay. And then she was like, do you have a lock? And I was like, no, but I mean, like, I'm like, it'll be fine. Like, this is a small school or I'll just keep my computer like where I can see it or something. I don't know. And she was like, okay. Um, Did your computer get stolen? No. Oh, okay. Then you after- You keep hitting my knee and you're hitting the reflex. Oh. <laughs> so <you> can... <laughs> after the, um, so then after my first focus group, she comes walking back in and she's like, hey, this is my lock. Oh. So I'm like, okay, but I'm like still- Did she give you the key? <laughs> she was like this is my lock and she pointed to her vagina <laughs> um, the key is your penis <laughs> yeah <laughs> the key is the d the good old p and v um yeah so but but so because i'm still the working key the, the key is the d um <laughs> i'm but i'm still working so i'm like well i can't really openly hit on this person right like Cause I'm like, maybe she's just being nice. Well, and just doing a good job. And she's like, look, it's my job to make sure, right, sure. this team of researchers that is coming has everything that they need or right. whatever. Right. So she could like have no interest. She could be taken. What I don't want to start like hitting on her. Right. So, but I'm like, okay, maybe this is a sign. Maybe this is like an indication here, mm -hmm. whatever. So then I work out and then like midway through the day, I find her and I'm like, hey, here's your lock. I'm like, thank you so much. She's like, How's, how was your workout, blah, blah, blah. And so then I, cause I had had a few hours to think of the strategy. Cause I'm like, okay. Cause again, I was done like an hour and a half before everyone else. And so I was like, okay, well maybe a sort of, I was like, hey, is there like, is there any place like nearby that I could like walk to, to just like relax and grab a beer because I'm done before everyone else or whatever. Right. So hoping that she would be like, Oh, there's this place. And then I could maybe go like, do you want to come with me? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. 
but I'm still like nervous about it. And in the fucking middle of me, you know, I'm just trying to have a chat with her and her boss was like the woman, like some Dean who was like in charge of her vice president who was in charge of like the, this whole thing. So then her boss is like, are you talking about getting a beer? And I was like, oh fuck, like. What? Yeah, I don't, I don't. Why? I don't, you're allowed, you're an adult. I know, I like, I, I don't think she meant it judgy, but I was just like nervous about it. I, know, so I was yeah. like, oh fuck. I was like, yeah, I mean, just, or just there's a place I can just like relax in like a coffee shop or whatever after I'm done, you know, cause I got like 90 minutes to just sit around. Um, and so then I just kind of like ran away from that conversation. Oh. So then, I don't think we saw each other again. And then I go through them doing my different interviews and focus groups throughout the afternoon. And then I walk out of my last focus group. And who do I, who, who do I see like sort of like, she kind of like loitering around the area, but like the, the beautiful girl that I had been talking to. Mm-hmm. And I immediately like, I immediately was like, we're hooking up tonight. Like I immediately knew because- <gasps> Because she was, she knew she, she knew, was waiting. She knew where yeah. I was, yeah. right? She knew where I was gonna be. And she was like trying to play it cool. Like, yeah. like that she was just like on her way somewhere, but like was yeah. like clearly like loitering. Yeah. You know? Do I know this person? Yeah, it's Kate. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Do you Kate care? I don't think Kate cares. I'll check with check Kate. Check in with we'll her before we, yeah, yeah. yeah. But so, so then I see her and I'm like, oh, it's on. And I'm like, hey, like, how are you? You know, like, how is it? And she was like, oh, good. How did the rest of your day go? Like, blah, blah. And I'm like, that was so cool of you to like, lend me your lock, like, blah, blah. And I was like, well, what are you doing right now? And she's like, nothing. Like, I'm like, well, let's go get a beer. Like, blah, blah. And then we go get a beer and I, I remember... I like, we were like, we had a couple beers. We were like having a great time talking, laughing. And at some point I like tried to kiss her and she was like, what are you doing? What? And it, that, and like, but by this point, like I, I knew it was like, I was like, oh, I'm attracted to you and I want to kiss you. And she was like, I was like, is that like, I was like, is that a surprise? You know, like, cause I was like totally like not freaked yeah. out about it. Yeah. And she was kind of like, oh, well, like, I didn't know you were going to, like, do that here. And, of course, I said something witty and charming, like, did you have a specific place in mind? <laughs> Wanted me to kiss you? Very witty and charming. And, yeah. And then it was it was weird, though, because then I was having to, like, text this professor that I was working for and the other grad students on the team of like, oh, I have a friend in Portland who texted me and I'm meeting them for dinner. So oh, go right. ahead without yeah. me, that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we're all staying together in like, no, we're not saying we're we all have separate hotel rooms, right? but I'm like next door to my homie who is also working for the professors. And then like, like late night, a few drinks in, like me and Caitlin come come back yeah. to the hotel. Didn't get caught, but like, you know. Was it like a full hook of experience? We, it was really fun. We did not have sex. We did not 
get like fully naked, but it got like, yeah, you know, it got heated. Yeah, it got yeah. like a little like PG 13 slash rated R. Yeah, nice. it, was a, it was a good time. And then I was like exhausted and hung over in the morning. I think she, I, I don't think she like slept over. I think she left like in the wee hours. Um, in the wee hours. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, uh, the the irony of it though, I don't know whether this was good or bad, but I had earbuds in at the airport, trying to like while we were like waiting for our flight, and our flight got delayed. And then like, I took my earbuds out, and I was like, and I noticed it too late. I was like, did they just offer like money to like get bumped to like tomorrow's flight? And they were, and the people I was with were like, yeah, they've been like offering that for like. 45 minutes we all had a conversation about it and i was like but by that like but then it was like too late and i like i think i tried to text her and was like hey uh because it was like a friday or something so yeah. we could have just like hung out through the weekend but we ended up doing a long distance thing for a while anyway, oh anyway so that that's my probably that's like, best meet cute that's a great meet cute yeah yeah, which yeah, by the one. way, this person was the one that you were had met at the hotel and had to fill up your water yeah. in the lobby. And when you... That's right, which is the, the for people who didn't listen to that, that episode. The Traveling Situationships episode. Yes, that's like if you are staying in a hotel room with someone and you need to poop... What do you do? And my move is always say, I'm going to go to the lobby or to the fitness center or whatever and fill up my water yeah. bottle. And then that's when I go poop. And my my uh, go-to is just to poop yeah. in the toilet. <laughs> but anyway. Um, With so, the door open. Yeah. After, <laughs> after that episode aired, though, she reached out to me and she's like, I had, I, she's like, I always thought it was so strange why you would go to the lobby to fill yeah. up your water. Well, and then guess what? I pulled that same move on you. I know, and I didn't even catch it. You didn't catch it. <laughs> well, that's a great story. It's a good meet cute. It's a very good meet cute. Okay, so now my other question is, because um, another way people meet is by being set up. Yes. From friends. So the questions are, have you ever been set up by a friend? And have you ever set up two people? And how did it go? So I've been set way? up twice. Mm -hmm. One was by an acquaintance mm -hmm. who set me up with her friend, um, which was a disaster of a month anxious avoidant relationship. Mm. Um, and to be honest, like this person, I got over him pretty quick. Let's just yeah. say that. Um, and, and But it was like, but... We had like a really good like first week. Like it was like mm -hmm. it was like a decent setup. Like okay. I really liked yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No. So, okay, go ahead. Okay, so the other one is a better story. Okay. Because I got set up with him by his mom. Okay. So she was my yoga student. Mm-hmm. And I think I had, we had kind of become friends. Like mm -hmm. we would talk after class mm -hmm. and I think we had coffee one time or something. And I was talking to her about, you know, my struggles with guys. And I was like, do you know anyone? She's like, well, actually, yeah. She's like, I have a son who's kind of newly single. And like your age. And, and yeah, yeah. yeah. And like was um, um, like very well successful in his career and anything and everything. Um, 
she was like, do you want to, like, she's like, I can set, and I was like, uh, yeah. So I did not get a picture. Okay. And he did not get a picture. Okay. And we met at a restaurant downtown. Mm-hmm. Um, and at first I was like, when he came up, I was like, uh, but as the night went on, I was like really vibing with this person. Mm. Um, and we like had a great night. He was like, kind of like you, like he was outgoing and very confident. And like, he took, like, he was the one that placed the order and ordered the drinks for us. And then he mm-hmm. paid and we went to ice cream and like, I tried pulling out my card to mm-hmm. get the ice cream. And he was like, what are you doing? Put that away. Which mm-hmm. like, to me is very attractive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he, we did not kiss. Mm-hmm. And we made plans. He didn't live here. He lived like four hours away. So we made plans to meet again in the future. I ended up getting sick, had to cancel. Then we finally met up again. So it was like a month later yeah, yeah. that we met up. Um, had a great time. Almost had sex, mm-hmm. but did not. And then I realized I didn't really know what he was looking for because I it, it kind of fell into a little bit of like I realized like I wasn't hearing from him a lot mm-hmm. and I kind of knew this situation would be like he would contact me when he'd be in town got it yeah so yeah. it wasn't like we weren't texting all yep. the time we weren't talking all the time um, but I tried texting him and he made a comment he was like you know I'm a little surprised how much you're texting me and so that comment was like mm. this is like 2018 like you know, like just kind of a weird comment, but then it was also like, oh, maybe we're on different pages. Yeah, here. maybe he thinks this is just like, a, hey, we hook up once in a while for fun, right? And like, so that's it. Yeah, yeah. So I asked him. I said, well, I said I I like you, yeah. and like, what are you looking for? Well, he was basically like, I'm starting this new school program. I'm still, you know, I'm only a few months out of a really long relationship where he was engaged. He's like, honestly, he's like, I, like, I'm not looking to, to be in a serious relationship right now. And he said, okay. I said, that's okay. I said, but you know, things got pretty hot and heavy. And if we see each other again, we're most likely going to have sex. And I said, and I don't feel comfortable sleeping with people who are sleeping with other people. Mm -hmm. And I said, so if we continue to see each other, would you be able to be exclusive? Mm -hmm. And he was just like, I don't know. Like, I kind of need to think about it. Um, Anyway, I ended up calling him and calling it Mm -hmm. um, because I, I, I really liked him and I knew he wasn't in the place that I wanted to be in. Mm -hmm. Um, And so Mm-hmm. He, you know, what's interesting is his mom later, we met for coffee and she later said to me, she said, you know, you really kind of scared him. Like, and I was like, by asking him to be. By saying, I don't want to sleep with someone who's sleeping with a bunch of other yeah, people. Yeah. Like, like she meant like, I like was too forward in terms of like mm-hmm. what I wanted. And like, it was too much too soon kind of a thing. And I just looked at her and I said, I said her name and I said, if we would have continued to see each other, your son was like very adamant about having sex with me. (laughs) I said, so we would have sex and then there wouldn't be any, I said, does that make more sense? And she's like, oh, 
okay, yeah, I, I guess. <laughs> and I was about to say, because I'm like, she's obviously getting like one version of this. Exactly. Like, yeah, so like my response to like, if the person who set us up, like says some kind of commentary to me, I would be like, what did they tell you? Right, exactly. Yeah, I was like, just- hang on. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it was, it, it, it made, you know, it brought up a little bit of an insecurity of me being yeah. too needy and yeah. wanting too much assurance right away. When I felt like I was actually pretty cool that whole time with that situation. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. So that was my, that was like my like setup experience that was like the most standout. So, so that's really interesting. Um, I have had a couple. I was once set up by somebody was like, set me up with somebody where I got like, oh, this is. Is this a shitty thing to say? Why was I kind of offended? (laughs) But I think it's actually wrong to say that because I think one of the things that some women do is like, women are less like, I don't know, like, superficial than men. You know, women might like think that their friends are like really beautiful, but like, if that's not the guy's type or whatever. So it's like one of those situations where like right away I'm like, I'm not attracted to this person at all. And like this person who knows me and cares me like really thought like this would be a good match. <laughs> like, um, it was like, okay. So you were thinking this after you had already met. Yeah. Like immediately. Upon like you didn't get a picture. Person. No. Cause that's one of the things I was yeah. going to talk about is like, we should talk about like, what are the, what are the, best practices for setting someone up because so that was one i had another time where um my cousin my two you know my cousin hold on so i didn't end up working out with no (laughs) we went out on a date and she was nice and then i was like see you later (laughs) and just yeah um that was a long time ago. I was probably like 25 or 26 or something. Then my cousins, also in my 20s, my cousin and his wife, you know, I was really cool with. They lived like an hour away. And they, um, she knew someone through work. She was like, this chick is like really fun and cool and like smart and successful. And I think you guys would like vibe or whatever. And so I don't... I think maybe she texted us pictures of each other or something like that. And so we met and like the four of us all went out and then me and the girl ended up like crashing in my cousin's basement and like hooking up. But then like she lived in New York. Mm-hmm. I was in Philly. We didn't really, but that, that was a cool one. That was That's okay. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. So and, what are, well, and then the other one, so one happened kind of when I moved out here to Redlands where I was friendly with someone at work and got to know his wife a little bit. Then they, so speaking of like best practices, this I think is a rule of like, do not do. They were like, hey, come over. Like, we're just going to have people like hang. And it was like them, me, and a woman. (laughs) (laughs) So people as in you and this one other person. Yeah. And I don't know if they, I, I think they kind of were like, well, whatever. It's like low key. It's casual. Yeah. 
like I get sort of wanting that, but like you kind of should give the person a heads up, right? Like yeah, and I mean, and that one was perfectly sweet and lovely, but there was like no real connection yeah. or anything like that. Um, but so that's one of the things I would say is like be honest, don't like do the surprise setup. <laughs> okay, so don't do a surprise setup. Um, I think the no picture thing, like I think it's kind of fun. I mean, it's like. There's more risk. There's more risk, but I think you should be able to decide if you want a picture or not. I think sometimes the blind date thing, like it doesn't happen anymore. So I think it's kind of like the one, I mean, there's a risk with meeting people online too. Yeah. Because you don't know if there's chemistry. Absolutely. So I say, I say, if you're getting set up on a blind date, make it blind. Interesting. So you say, don't see pictures first. Yes. Because also, you could see a picture and not be attracted to that person in the picture, but you meet in person and, and the chemistry is really off the charts. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. So I say blind date, don't see picture. I say only if you really trust the person. Yes. To know what you like, what you're yeah. attracted to, right? Like. And then also, I think. Um, like, don't just set two single people up just because they're single. Yes. Like, you know, if there's someone you have in mind, ask them a little bit like, hey, what are you looking for? Because I have this person yeah. and I, you know, you guys might be a mash, but like, I'm just curious, you know, what they're looking for. Like, mm-hmm. do a little bit of research, yep. you know, um, and also like, just help us single people out. Like, if you know someone who's single and they're a catch... And then, obviously, we're a catch. Absolutely. <laughs> um, like, just, just, you know, it doesn't take that long. Yes. And what I would say, actually, the reverse thing for single people, and my friend Melissa taught me this, which is, like, because especially, like, in your 20s, like, if somebody asks you, like, oh, so are you single? You kind of, like, play it off. You're like, no, like, I'm fine. Like, I'm not looking for anything. Yeah. Like you know, like, and my friend Melissa was like, don't say that. Yeah. Like, if any, and so to this day, from that day till this one, if anyone's like, oh, so are you single? I'm like, yeah, do you know anyone? I love that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. why not? Like, yeah. take it, because then some people are like, like, oh, let me think about it, you know? And, like, you never know, right? Like, absolutely. Yeah, I love Put it. Put it out there yes. into the world. Yes. Yeah. Manifest it. Yes. Yeah, I love it. I think another rule is don't stick your nose into the relationship yes. for the setup like that guy's mom did. So maybe don't get set up by someone's mom. <laughs> well, but, but I think if you're the person setting them up, you have to kind of, like, put them together and walk away. And oh just my be like, gosh. nothing that happens here, I'm not gonna ask about it. If you guys wanna tell me something, that's fine. But like, cause it, that's, I think that's what's hard is like, that's the risk in setting people up because if if it's like, you're two really great friends and then they have some sort of terrible experience with each other and then one of them's trying to tell you what a terrible person they are and you're like, you could be in this really difficult place kind of caught in the middle mm-hmm. but okay what were you gonna say well i was gonna say you saying that just reminded me why i got the hint that this guy was maybe not in the place i was yeah is because she came to my yoga class and afterwards i was saying how much i really liked him and blah 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 and then she she's like you know um 
I don't know where he's at in terms of like what he's looking for. Like totally made me feel really anxious about it. Uh, I think she saw me kind of getting really excited uh huh, and maybe knew a little bit more of where he was at mm. and like, didn't want me to get hurt. And I she think was that like, was... She was like, I set you guys up just to like maybe fuck a little bit. Like I didn't... <laughs> yeah, so exactly. I didn't think you were going to catch feelings. Exactly. So I don't know why... I don't know why she decided to say that or if it was like maybe she didn't want me to like really like him as much as... You know, like... Yeah, yeah. It, it was a weird... It was definitely like a weird dynamic. But um, anyway, yes. I would say avoid getting set up by someone's mom. Yeah. And I, I will say too, like, because this wasn't really a setup, but kind of like I went to the wedding of a couple friends of mine. And this is when I was... Since I've been out here. And they... And my friend was like... My friend's wife was like, oh, let me run down, like, my single friends who are going to be there. There's this person, there's this person I think you would really like, this person. And then I end up, like, chatting with one of them at the reception. We went out for drinks afterwards. And we ended up, like, seeing each other for, like, a little while. And I think, like, I was probably, like, not in a great place. And it didn't really, you know, like, didn't didn't really happen. Um, and I think maybe, like, the girl was, like... I don't know if she was, like, hurt, but she was just, like, you know, like, you know. I, she probably didn't feel great about the way things mm-hmm. ended or went or whatever. And I think, like, that was kind of, like, uh, like, a, like it, it like felt awkward in the relationship now with my friend and his wife. Oh, interesting. Because maybe they got her side of the story. Yeah, a little bit. Like, and I think she probably felt like, oh, like. I was really genuine and like trying to make this work and like that she didn't feel like I was or something like that or that I, you know, whatever. Yeah. Okay. So that's, I guess is a, yeah. So like, don't stick your nose in the relationship. Also be like, be prepared that things may not turn out the way yeah. you want them to. Yeah. There's two sides to every story Yep. and you just have to, yeah, just yeah. have to like, you know, do your part. <laughs> And then walk away. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, I would almost, if I set anybody up, I would be like, I don't tell me about it. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever. Yes. Like, invite I've me had, to your wedding if it happens. If not. I've had a couple people say to me that they want to be set up with you and I say no. Oh, thank you for doing that. Yeah. Because <laughs> I do not want any part of anybody that's in my life and you and th- that intertwining. And that is not going to, that's not going to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got to know your boundaries. Yeah, no, that's a good one. Yeah. And I feel like, I mean, yeah. If there was somebody great that you really trusted and felt like would be a good match for me, I'm sure you might do that, but... Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. (laughs) Okay, so I have... Welcome back to the the vault music. Yeah, well, yeah, welcome back to our... uh, If you can hear the music, you know that this is... We're recording this outro at the same time we recorded the intro. And which is lucky for everyone because I have an addendum to the meet cute story I told okay. about me and Kate, which- Wait, are you allowed to use her name? Yes. Oh, she said you could? Yes. Hi, Kate. Kate also, by the way, has one of our hats. Yeah. And she does a, a photography session with taking her hat with her on her little trips and then Jake's photographs are just that. Yeah. The uh, hello and goodbye hat is very well traveled at this point. Yes. Um, so, 
Well, as when I was messaging Kate, being like, hey, I told the story of how we met, and are you cool with that? And we say it's you at one point, like, blah, blah, blah. Uh, she reminded me that when we were at the point in the story where we had gone somewhere to, like, have a beer, and I was doing my thing that I probably still do a lot, but did, like, to a crazy degree of, like, just being, like, when I get infatuated, I, like, need to, like, ask the person, like, all of the questions and try to, like, peel back all I of their too. layers yes. all at once, yeah. right? And, um, and that's not, like, she wasn't, like, used to that or mm -hmm. whatever. And I was also probably, like, being silly and stupid and flirty and high energy or whatever. And at one point, she just, like, put her hand over my mouth. And the, and I, I made the same face you just made. When she was like, because when, when she was telling me about it, she was like, your eyes got like so big. And it was really surprising. It really like took me off guard. And I think it was like super attractive to me. Interesting. Like uh, just kind of like shut up. Yeah. Yeah. Because it felt, I think it was so attractive to me because it was like, ballsy and mm -hmm. confident and I also really I think like growing up like in the Northeast like especially you know outside of a town like Philly which is so like no bullshit like give it to me straight like I I that's how you show me love like mm. you know like I, I feel seen if you like even if you make fun of me about something where I'm like oh that's so true about mm -hmm. me you know and like and so, yeah, it was oh, really that's funny. So cool. And I she was that. like, so that was the first thing she said when I was like, I told the story of how we met. And she was like, did you talk about when I put my hand over your mouth and you like freaked out? And I was like, no, I forgot all about that. That is hilarious. Yeah. I love that. I don't know that. I I don't. That's a that is a ballsy move because that could not go over well with a lot of people. Yeah. I I think I would actually be really offended by that. If a guy did that to me. Yeah. But. I'm glad that you, well, I mean, yeah, I'm glad you like Well, that. I think it's different. Like, I don't think I would ever do that to a woman. Yeah. Because there's so much, like, misogyny bullshit no, about, you're like, right. women, like, talking too so much. So let's, let's make like, this really clear. Men, if you're listening, this is not a good move for you. Yes, don't do, do not, it. <laughs> do not do that move. <laughs> no, absolutely not. I mean, I wouldn't, yeah, I would say, like, it's probably not a move for anybody, but, and, and I don't think for her it was premeditated at all. I think it was just, like, in this moment. Because I think she was also, like, slow down. Yeah. Like, yeah. chill. Like, we can just be yeah. here. Yeah, it was. Well, it yeah, because you can be a little neurotic. Oh, yeah. For sure. <laughs> well, and you know. So can I. You know how when I get a couple of drinks in me and I've got my energy oh. going. Oh, it's, like, it's multiplied by a thousand. <laughs> You drinking is, is, you guys, I, we should get drunk and record an episode. I was thinking I need to get drunk and message people on the apps because I think I'm just like... Maybe you're just... Looser and more yeah, fun and whatever. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah. yeah. I don't know that I'll be returning to the apps anytime soon, but you guys will hear about that <laughs> next week. Okay. All right, you guys. Well, um, all of our stuff is on our website, www.hellongbypodcast.com. Instagram at Hello and Goodbye Podcast, at underscore Leanna Joan, at The Real Jared Rodriguez. Support us, 
monetarily on patreon.com slash hello and goodbye podcast there might be some cool stuff coming to the patreon yeah so hit us up and we'll see you next time bye bye